Last time on Day Players. Dr. Conrad Winston. Human, Battlemaster. Percival Jackson, Abjuration Wizard, a human. Chiron Hygieia, a Celestial Warlock, huge burly half-orc. Patient outside, they need help! Dragonborn, this is the Mayor's son. <gasps> Everybody calls me Brock. Substances that could exacerbate a condition such as this. Elderberry, that stuff's crazy. Where'd he get something like that? The Mayor is really grateful. He wants you guys, Dr. Jackson and Dr. Winston, come to the gala tonight. I'm having an affair with a patient, Charisse Dubois. You betrayed Adam Sandvich. I can't believe the way you act after what you did. We have to do the flashback. We're gonna go back to six months ago. It's the night of the big hospital intramural bowling championship. Adam is pacing back and forth in front of the lane. He's going, Dr. Jackson should be here by now. Where's, he's up in just a second. The magic board where you have, you know, obviously the names are written on strips of paper and they move magically. It moves up, Dr. Jackson. Also, I wanna say that it's not Dr. Jackson on the bowling board, it's Periwinkle. <laughs> Harry Winkle. I, I was hoping. I was hoping that it was old school, where you only get the three letters, and you'd be <laughs> Doctor J. <laughs> <laughs> That's also pretty good. Either way, which one do we want? Periwinkle, it is. Yeah, let's go with Periwinkle. That's a good point. Periwinkle slides up into the "It's Your Turn" spot. There's silence. I guess, I guess I'll do this one for him. You know, he can. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll cover him. Arms a little sore, but that's all right. And then he. He rolls, and uh, he does just average, you know? He gets, what's an average bowling hit? I mean, it's like five pins. Yeah, because that's pins. the half. He does like yeah. five pins. There we go. Meanwhile, let's cut away to the bar in the bowling alley. Because every bar has a bowling alley. And every For bowling sure. alley has a bar. Has a bar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the former was true, but I think it's the latter. At the bar... Dr. Jackson and Nora Rice are a couple drinks in. Yeah, you guys, let's say you reconnected after medical school. You know, you went to medical school together and then uh, maybe didn't know each other that well there, but you got to the hospital, it's like, oh, hey, oh, hey, yeah. So she's normally very precise, you know, Nora, she's got mm-hmm. that, you know, that edge that, you know, she, she's, that, uh, she's that medical TV show character with the edge, the edge character, right? And she's like a couple of drinks in and she's, she's a little looser, you know? And she's like, honestly, though, Percival, I can call you Percival, right? Of course. I did not think I was going to get through that part of the test. I don't remember any of the answers. And I feel bad that I got them all correct. Well, do you know the answers now? I think the answer is another... Sawyer, what's a drink? What does Nora drink? Ooh, she... Long Island iced tea. No, she drinks <laughs> lemon drops. Mmm, lemon drops. another lemon drop. You want a lemon drop? You look like you want a lemon drop, Percy. And she does like... You know, I, I don't normally drink none of those sweet drinks, but I guess I'm just kind of in a sweet mood. You got a sweet side, I'd say. You know, it, it doesn't come up that often, but yeah, it's, I've seen it. 
and she gestures the bartender over to get a couple of couple more lemon drops. Let's cut back to the bowling where it's not going so good. Adam's had to do a he's had to do a couple of rounds in in Perry's place. He's getting tired out. Oh no, that's just a seven. Oh god. <laughs> and that one was an eleven, so he's coming back a little bit, but just oh, like wait. average and below average. Paxton, you should just be rolling a D ten to yeah, see how many pins. Because there are ten pins. Oh, oh sick. There you go. Okay, that's I'll just great. do that. Uh, okay. Well that one was okay. You got an eight, but oh, that one's yeah, it's just four four pins. Ah, oh, two pins. The other staff there are just kinda you know, they're kinda looking and they're like you know, you're doing, you're doing good bowling for two people, but like, it looks like uh, you might not be able to catch up at this point. And he's like, he's like, hey, yeah, you know, it's, uh, I'm sure he just, he got called in a surgery or something, you know, right? It's like, right, guys? And the other people, who else is on that team, do we think? I like I, Grace being on the team, because yes. Gra- Grace is our golden child. That's, okay, yeah. Grace is on the team. Jungerberg is a big hyper-competitive. Oh, I like Jungerberg. Oh, yeah. Jun- yeah, Jungerberg's on the other team. Oh, so Jungerberg. Yeah. Wait, Jungerberg, why would he be on the other oh, wait, team? Is this like an in-house league? You said yeah, it was it's intramural. Intram- it's intramural. Jungerberg, he rolls up with his barbarian D12, and he knocks down one pin. And Chaz <laughs> is also on his team, I think. <laughs> Hell yeah. Jungerberg, all right, yeah, Jungerberg, he only gets one pin, but he fucks it up. <laughs> he just, like, he just, poof, it leaves a dent in the, one, one side of the pin is flattened. Got a little concave in it. Your fucking tiny pins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're so far away, you little fuckers. Next is gonna be Chaz. Let's do three person teams. How about that? Adam Sandreach, Grace, and Dr. Jackson. Jackson are supposed to be one team. And then Junkerberg, Chaz, and I don't know, Chadwick? Yeah, you know what? Chadwick is on there because he, he's not a great doctor. Yeah, he's gotta it's, gotta be, it's gotta be Chadwick. Yeah, that's not oh, good. Okay. Right, Victory so by default, is... just like his life. Chaz. <laughs> okay, Chaz is going next. Chaz rolls entirely average. Does he knocks five pins down? Great. And now we got Chadwick. And Chadwick does pretty good. He actually gets eight, eight pins down. So I mean, he I'm, tries. Villains pulled ahead. I don't know if it's villains team, but you know, the opposition team. All right, and now uh, now we're gonna go back to the top, and it's Grace, and Grace is gonna be. Grace does a little above average, just seven. Adam rolls. He does average, and then Percy's not there still. Where's Percy? We cut back to the bar. I think we should accelerate this. We're a few steps further along. I mean, how many how many drops are clinking around in that glass of lemon? Oh, th- this glass is empty now because he doesn't drink sweet drinks, so he just drinks it as quickly as he can. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, your judgment's impaired now. So <laughs> so she's come a little closer to you, and she's like, no, really, tell me. Tell me. No, I can handle it. What's the goriest thing that happened? I'm a doctor. Come on. I guess, I guess it's that time of the evening now, isn't it? We were in the red field, and we were pinned down. There were wizards casting asteroids down at us. My buddy, Jackie, he got caught in the leg, popped it right off. I had to go search through the fields, find the leg, drag it back to him, and, and, and stick it on using nothing but a thread from a sweater from back home. I pulled it off, oh my God. and it was unraveling, Ooh. and I I had to fi- I used a pen for a needle to get that leg back on. Oh, my oh. God. Jackie! 
Oh my, ah. Oh no. Such a big object to penetrate a human body like that. <laughs> he still he still can't walk right. That boy, he was, he was just a boy. Oh, that's not funny. David Percy, uh, she's giving you innuendo. Yeah, she she doubles down on the innuendo, and she's like, she does the thing where she like looks away and like looks up, and she goes, "Say, hey, it's been a long time since I couldn't walk right." Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's uh, that is even more ridiculous than the first one. <laughs> what? So- you know what? Let's roll a perception check to see if I am picking up on what she's putting down. Oh, it's a low bar. This is the lowest I've ever set the target number, I think. A Give five. numbers. <laughs> oh, five total? Five total? Why would somebody want to say that? Like I said, it's the lowest you know. I've ever set the target number. I'm like, you really have to be thick to not pick up on that one. I ain't never told anybody that story before been a while since I opened up to somebody. Maybe we should go to a nice quiet place and we can open up a little bit more. You know, I think that sounds like a great idea. And she... I'll extend my... uh, Okay, you're grabbing? It's like that? Okay. No, I was going to say she grabs her purse. And what were you going to do? I was going to extend my my elbow. A chivalrous kind of, would would you join me kind of gesture. (laughs) And she takes it. And you guys and we start walking. Stroll on, you guys stroll on out past the bowling lanes, and we get the shot where you guys are walking. We follow them in the pan, and then we cut back, and we see that the, the pan is really the POV of Adam Sandvich as his Ooh. head turns, following you guys, his mouth slightly ajar as you slightly slow-mo saunter out the front door into the night. And then <laughs> the pins clatter, and we're back in the cafeteria. You still sour about what happened? Sour me? No. You want you want some you want some lemon? Is that it? Should I put some lemon in this? Nah, I don't need no lemons. But if I need salt, I know where to find you. Hey, that's a good one. You know what? You know when you're just a guy, you know, and you're just like you're not anything special. And there's this girl, cause she's like all these things, right? You know, and you're just you're just a fucking cook. And somehow, brief moment in time, there's a miracle. You're with her, and you can't even believe it. You're looking around, you're pinching yourself, and you're like, I can't believe I get to, to be with this magical person who's they're so smart and they're so beautiful, and there's just, and you know deep down that it, it can't last, right? And it doesn't. That's, that's hard, right? You know? You ever, you ever been through that, that sort of thing? Dr. Jackson, it's hard, right? I mean, it's, it's not going to the, war, to the war hard, but it's hard. You're sitting with that, you're stewing in it, it's like a soup. You gotta stew the soup for a long time. And then somebody else just just takes her up and then put then discards her like she's you know, like it's nothing. This this magnificent being that, you know, you somehow got to be with for a small portion of your life, and then somebody else just right in your face. When they're supposed to be there for you, you know, even for it's a stupid thing, they just they they take her, and they take her feelings, and then they just, they throw away this thing that was impossible for you. And I don't know, that just makes you, that just makes you feel pretty low. Now look, Sandvich, I never meant to hurt you. I've seen some shit in my life. 
when you've been crawling around in the red fields, patching up your buddies, and there's things exploding all around you, and you don't know if you're ever going home. You don't know if any of your friends are going to be there. You don't know what's going to happen. And I got back, and I couldn't talk to anybody. I was just this, this unfeeling ghost of a man. And then that night at that bar, I finally was able to open up a little bit and talk about some of the shit I saw. And so, yeah, that happened. And I'm sorry that you had to see it like that. I wasn't trying to beat you down. I was trying to climb out of my hole. He straightens up and he doesn't say anything. And he finishes your wrap up and he, he hands it over without a word. He's still standoffish, but there's a little bit more respect in his eyes now. Hey, I hope you enjoy that. I always try and do my best. I can see that, Adam. Percy. We're gonna cut to the gala later that night. It's across town at City Hall of, what is this, Bricksburg? Bricksville? Brickwell. You two, Dr. Winston and Dr. Jackson, you guys come in and it's all fancy pants, you know, they got the skinny glasses of champagne and you know, ah, they yes. have the gaudy decorations and everybody there. What are you guys, what are you guys wearing? Everybody there's dressed pretty fancy. What are you guys wearing? Dr. Jackson is wearing his dress blues. From Ooh, fancy. Dr. Winston will wear a tuxedo with the, sl- the slick back hair. I look like one of those greasy Batman mobsters that goes to the party type people. Uh, okay, perfect. You guys are ushered over to your table where you join, of course, Chaz ah, from yes. administration. Right, right. And your father, the head of surgery, Dr. Conrad Winston Sr. Hey, glad you could make it. You're looking sharp there. Is that a metal, Dr. Jackson? Oh, uh, yeah. Picked it up in the Redfields. Picked it up or earned it? <laughs> earned it. I'm very short with Chaz. I don't have a lot of words for it. <laughs> All right. That's uh, that's an impressive sort of credentials we like having around Dangerfield General. I didn't do it for the credentials. The usher pulls out a chair for Dr. Winston next to Dr. Winston Sr. and goes, Oh, of course. I think you two know each other, don't you? I will begrudgingly sit down next to my father. You sit down next to your father, maybe trying to avoid making eye contact a little. You look up and sitting across from you at the next table over, Cherise Dubois. I knew it. She is of the Dubois family, of course. (laughs) And she is there with husband, Baron Brickhouse. <gasps> the Baron Brickhouse Dubois. Ah, yes. DBDB, a local brick magnate. And uh, he looks like you think he does. Oh, perfect. Great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the lights dim a little, and uh, the spotlight comes up on the stage. So one of the mayor's cabinet members comes out, Typhlin Lady. Hello, good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this auspicious occasion. Chaz leans over. He's going to lean over towards Winston. Now, that lady, she's got the ticket. You know, you got you to know, rub elbows and, you know, mention the, mention the medical budget, right? You know, how much does the city throw at the police? Honestly, come on. Like, who's really saving people out here? You know, use some language like that. You know, I'd do it myself, Conrad. Can I call you Conrad? 
I'd rather you not. <laughs> okay, that's good. I'd do it myself, of course, but, you know, I'm not a star surgeon. Also, I did try and fuck her in college, and that didn't go well. But, you know, I think that you have the right kind of touch to be able to, you know, get a little more cheddar in our, in our pouch, you know what I mean? Well, I suppose I can bring it up in conversation. Yeah, there's my man. And he gives you a slap on the arm. <laughs> yes, thank you, Chaz. You, your, your father leans over and looks at him and shakes his head. Wait, is my father not into Chaz's, like, money-grubbing, trying-to-keep-things-going attitude? Time to flip that switch. <laughs> he does not like Chaz. He just doesn't like Chaz. He, I, no, I think he understands the money thing. He doesn't like that either. Okay, interesting. I think he doesn't like the money grubbing, but he also wants to save people. He's just much more of the like strict, uptight type. You're like the rogue type of surgeon. Exactly. Right? The Doctor Strange thing, and he's like the by the book, top of his class, then top of his next class, then, you know. Yeah, he's like the elite. Thing. Yeah. Becomes, yeah, becomes the youngest head of surgery the hospital's ever had. That's your father. Interesting. Okay, yeah, He yeah, doesn't yeah. like that they have to have this guy. In fact, he'll just say that. He'll just be like, he'll lean over and whisper to you. He'll say, I hate that we have to have this clown just to be able to keep the money in the coffers. Hmm. Hmm. Do I defend Chaz? I mean, you don't have to. We can just cut away. Yeah, let's cut away. All right. We're going to cut back to the hospital. Chiron is attending to Brock, the mayor's son. His condition is worsening. He's getting the fever. He's getting the sweats. There's little puffs of smoke coming out of his nostrils. Not in a danger sort of way, but in a sickness kind of way. Damn. I think he is, he's off duty technically right now. How did that, re- that cloacal thermometer read go? He's got a fever. You can confirm that. And you know what? The, uh, he's kind of out of it too because he did not protest that much. Hmm. Chadwick, it's hard to know if these symptoms are from his previous condition or if there's a serious infection happening. Unfortunately, the patient is very out of it. I'm going to need to do something a little unorthodox in order to diagnose. Something experimental and exciting? It is a little bit experimental, Chadwick. Here's what I need you to do. I'm going to sit down in this chair and pass out for about five minutes. If anyone comes by, I need you to just direct them elsewhere. Okay. Thank you, Trevor. I appreciate your help in this. Chiron's gonna sit in a chair, and I took the invocation see through another. I can see and hear and feel through the senses of another creature that I can touch. So wow. I'm gonna the, use that to put amazing. my consciousness. Amazing. That ability would absolutely revolutionize medicine. Yeah, exactly. It's wow. you don't need to ask like how much does it hurt? And where does it hurt? You just go in and feel it. I'm going to sidle my chair up to uh, up to Brock. And I'm going to place my hand on his forehead and immediately pass out and send my senses into his body. You are diving into the mind of someone who is having literal fever dreams. You go in and it's like, it's... He's, it's disoriented. Should I say how you're feeling? Because you're feeling what he's feeling? Yes, Probably. I'm just perceiving whatever he's You're feeling, feeling disoriented and hot and uncomfortable, and you don't really know which way is up, and there's shapes and sounds, and there's a, there's a lot more tastes and smells than you're used to because he's mm. a dragonborn. Yeah, Ooh, cool. cool. And 
it's just he's the there's a just a, a warm stuffiness feeling that is happening not really on his heart but more on his the like the heart liver area kind of his middle abdomen yeah and he doesn't seem to be getting a lot worse it's like a gradual thing he's heating up again <laughs> it's not heating in his heart right no it's not the same thing as before any any other relevant details that i should feel or shall i pull out i guess there's a sense of fear like you have after you encounter you know a scenario that hurt you before oh no i'll i'll withdraw from his mind <gasps> <sighs> Chadwick, are you there? Chadwick is just staring right at you. That was really interesting. Yes, uh, I had to uh, enter his mind briefly. Did anyone? Whoa! I know, it's it's really not part of the Hippocratic Oath, so please keep the secret. Administer a new saline drip and monitor the patient. I think I need to go talk to Dr. Jungenberg. All right, let's cut back to the gala. It's in full swing, as full swinging as a gala gets, which means a bunch of wealthy, boring people get progressively tipsier while other wealthy, boring people give boring speeches, but they give them with like, hey, that joke, right? Everybody knows that. Ah, ha, ha. We're so cute. Ah, Right? It's like a celebration fundraiser. They're probably giving out some awards and stuff. Percival goes up to one of the servers carrying a tray of food, kind of on his way back to the kitchen, because he's getting like, overloaded. Yeah, I okay. get up. I say, "Oh, excuse me, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go walk around a little bit." And then I go and I find a server who's taking an empty tray back to the kitchen to reload. It's a full elf, really skinny and tall, um, very gaunt cheeks. Extra pointy ears, pointy like the wine glasses that she's carrying. Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, I was just wondering if I could ask you a question real quick. Of course. Would you like more wine? Not, not quite yet. I've had enough for now. I was just wondering. Uh, does this company cater a lot of events? Yeah. Yes. Of course. You guys do anything over at the uh, mayor's house last night? I uh, yes. Actually, we're kind of the mayor's go-to. He's he's one of our biggest clients. Oh, really? That that's quite prestigious of you. Certainly paying the bills. Oh, okay. Well, thank you very much. Here's our card, and uh, she gives you the card. Well, thank you, ma'am. I want to continue skirting the knife's edge and go and mingle with Sharice. Okay, cool. Is she up and walking around, or is she kind of stranded at one of the tables due to her illness? I'm going to say that she's still at her table across the way, but you see, you see her husband, Baron Brickhouse Dubois. He gets bored with the speeches, and he... he folds his napkin and you see him mouth like oh, I'll, be, I'll be back and then he gets up and walks away mm, opportunity knocks <laughs> i will head over to sharice so as you stand up the speech is just getting to and by the way we want to give a warm round of applause to dr conrad winston jr here who saved the mayor's son's life in an emergency surgery and it, we just want to say thank you from uh, the department and the mayor's family. And then everybody, and like the light swings over to you and like everybody claps. I, I turn away from Sharice to face the stage, suddenly being called out. Didn't expect it, obviously. 
I put on my my phony smile and I just you know I, I wave a little bit around. I assume people clap once the light hits me and everything, you know. Yeah, exactly. Chaz is like at the edge of the light and he does like the finger guns and like one eye closed. <laughs> He's like, yeah, big smile. Son of a bitch. <laughs> He's the guy. Yeah, this is the guy. All right. All right. And then they move on. As soon as the light leaves me, I my cheeky grin vanishes. And I turn back towards Charisse and walk over to her. Well, hello, Mrs. Dubois. I hope you're having a good time here at the gala. Of course, Dr. Winston. Please, uh, have a seat. I, uh, I take one more glance around. Do I see, uh, do I see old Brick hanging around? <laughs> Brick house is at the edge, like with another guy. There's two guys who are just okay. All right, I I deem that enough uh, engagement. I'll I'll take a seat. You look tired, comrade. Oh yes, I haven't been able to get much sleep over the past few days. I you have heard I I helped out the coupon boy, and there was another very intense surgery and. I'm just swamped with these high-profile cases. But it is nice seeing you here. Wasn't sure if you'd be attending. These galas, they bore me. I see no point to this needless show. Oh, I know. Me too. Me too, Conrad. Sort of the pomp and circumstance. And she, like, puts her hands up in the air and gestures around, and she goes, It's all... Everyone is unhappy here. Everyone is thinking I would... I'd rather be at home with my own glass of wine and in my pajamas. Maybe we should go. Pajamas sounds nice, doesn't it, Conrad? Ah, Charisse, once again, you tempt me. I know, of course. But I cannot. I have a duty here to the hospital. I have presents that I must uphold. Ah, even when you're not on call, you belong to the hospital. It is both a curse and a blessing. And I don't know why, but I'm going to stick to the line. <laughs> that, that's fine. She's going <laughs> to say, great. she's going to look over at the other table and say, is that your father over there? Sorry, I have to do that, that accent correctly. Is that your <laughs> Boy, is that your there? father? <laughs> I know you're getting German. <laughs> yeah. Is that your father over there? Yes, that is the senior Winston. Why don't you introduce me to him? You would want... To meet him? Yes, of course. I just want to understand you, Conrad. I suppose that I can't justify taking away that from you. I will stand up and offer her the arm in the same way that Dr. Jackson had in the flashback. She puts her hands on her cane, rises up, and then takes the arm. And of course... Due to her condition, a lot of the potential meaning in this is probably lost on the crowd, so... If she had to lean a little harder on you, no one would look twice. She's a sick woman. She puts a, the other arm on your shoulder and she says, Oh, I need more support. I am a sick woman. Yes, Charisse. Anything you need. And then we, wa and then we start walking over. Okay, so we're going to cut back to the hospital, so... Your plan is to go get Dr. 
Jungerson. Jungerberg? Jungerberg. Jungerberg. Went, my plan is to swallow my pride and ask a dragonborn about dragonborn treatment. Yeah, so so you, you got to find Dr. Jungerberg. Um, are you going to find him? Yes, because Chadwick is... I told Chadwick to stay with Brock. I would say this is not a running circumstance, probably. This is no. a brisk walk. It's a power walk. Power walk, yes. You go to look for Dr. Jungerberg. Where would Dr. Jungerberg be? It's like nighttime, you know? Yeah. You know what? Maybe he's on call. Maybe I'm going to go bother him in the on-call room. That sounds exactly right to me. So... You head towards the on-call room, and as you round a corner, you almost bump into, finally, James Frederick. Um, do, you mem- yes. do you remember James Frederick? I do remember James Frederick. <laughs> I birthed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James Frederick is uh, the, the, the magic janitor with <laughs> deep, deep, light gray eyes and... A round, boyish face, jet black hair. Oh, I'm am sorry. I didn't I didn't see you there, James. I didn't see you too. I'm sorry. I should have been more careful. Oh, it's it's okay, really. Don't worry about that, Chiron. Right? It's Chiron, isn't it? Yes. Like I, we've seen each other so much, and I just I, I feel like we haven't we haven't really talked at all. It's it's a weird thing about working at a hospital, right? It is weird. I know. I wasn't. I I um. Wasn't sure if I should say anything. I know I've seen you working the night shift. I'm also on the night shift. Uh, I only know your name because your your name tag. I'm not like stuck oh, you. Right, right. Of course, of course. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I mean, you can, <laughs> you know where to find me. We can we can talk anytime. You know, maybe one of these nights we can uh, we can get a uh, I don't know a bowl of oatmeal or something in the cafeteria. <laughs> oh yeah, I I love that. The oatmeal is. Uh, it's great. It's great to die for. And, um, yeah, this night's just, you know, I uh, I don't sleep. So uh, anytime wow, you really? want to. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. It's wow. Kind of, it's a patron <laughs> pact. Yeah, it's not a big deal. That's, cr- that's crazy. <laughs> that's, wow, I've never even heard of that. That's amazing. It's pretty cool. So, but that just means any evening I'm usually here. You can find me in the staff room or whatever and we get the get a oatmeal oatmeal bowl bowl of oatmeal. yeah yeah i mean do you want to do you want to do it tonight is there you, you seem a little stressed out are you doing okay yeah sorry i i i forgot somehow i i have to deal with this uh, this patient uh kind of a complicated <laughs> condition I imagine you're doing like the the scoot walk around where you like you like do the half circle as you're like <laughs> yeah you you remain facing them but you yeah. are getting around them right it's I have, the, to, I have to go but I desperately don't want to I want yeah. this connection to continue as yes. you prepare to go off down the hall go talk to someone I like much less <laughs> yeah um I have to deal with this patient thing but uh oh god I'm sorry yeah. No, it's yeah, it's of course. Not a big deal. I'll, I'll uh, I'm sure no, that's important. That's the real stuff, right? That's that's what we're all here for, you know. At every level, even you know, even me, I'm 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 here to make yeah. sure that uh, people can get saved. That's right. I've I've always thought that. I mean, sanitation is the most important part of a hospital. Traumatic flashback <gasps> to dropping a, a unsterile <laughs> object into a patient. <laughs> but uh, yeah, once I get this sorted, I'd um, maybe I'll come find you. Yeah, well, I'll just, you know, I'll just be mopping the floor or something, right? Right on. That's, hey, you, you do it well. 
Okay, I'm gonna go. All right, I'll keep mopping those floors. Well, <laughs> thanks, Dave. Thanks for the chat, Chiron. Good to meet you. All right, good to finally talk. And Chiron strolls back down the hallway with that equal parts embarrassment and elation that happens from finally talking to your crush. Mm. Perfect. Oh, and now, now we're going back to finding Dr. Jungerberg. Um, should we now cut back to Jackson? Dr. Jackson, I yeah. imagine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Percy walks on back there. I guess just walks into the kitchen and is looking for said supervisor. Pretty obvious. You don't need to, you don't need to right. look too hard. It's, it's the you person know, who's clearly in charge. Another tall elf lady, but much older, which for elves, very old, right? Oh, yeah. And she's, like, pretty practically dressed, but still expensive. Trays are coming, trays are going. She's approving things, disapproving things, you know, giving orders. I'll walk up to her and I'll say, you do a damn fine hors d'oeuvre there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Are you are you one of the guests? Why, yes, I am. I'm Dr. Percival Jackson. It's nice to meet your acquaintance. And I extend my hand for a, a, a shake. She extends her slender elven hand. Birchwood. Diana Birchwood. Good to meet you. Is there anything I can do for you? What's, uh, yeah, what? Oh, I'm just... to your satisfaction? Maybe you could help me out. See, I got a case back at the hospital. I'm not trying to point any fingers or anything, but they were pretty sick and they were at a, they were at an event that, that y'all catered last night. Oh my, oh my God. And I was just wondering if there's any possibility that maybe somebody could have poisoned the food or the wine or anything like that? Oh, um, well, I think that would be, uh, probably, and she, like, waves over your shoulder, like, gesturing somebody behind your, your shoulder, and she's like, that's probably, um, you'd probably want to talk to somebody in security about that. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think there'd be anything in, uh, against any of our clients, but you never know, I suppose. But, um, uh... <laughs> okay, okay. Grant, oh, maybe you could talk to Grant. He's really more on the supply side of things. Maybe he'll have the answers to uh, some of your questions. And she has the big, like, brittle smile. Well, all right, I guess I'll go check that out. Thank you, ma'am. I think he's out back on the loading dock. Um, but yeah, just ask around. You'll find him, I'm sure. Um, but he, he'd probably be better to talk to about, uh, something like that than me. Turns and walks towards the loading docks. Okay. Now let's go over to, uh, Dr. Dr. Winston. Okay. You've been walking Charisse Dubois, your secret lover, over towards your grumpy father, your disapproving father. Yes. Over towards your disapproving father, and you, you're there. Um, father, this is Mrs. Dubois. Uh, I'm not sure if you've met, if you remember her from the hospital at all. Um, and I'm kind of, I'm trying to cover a little bit, have a, some sort of reason. Uh, oh, totally. Yeah, he, he, your father stands up. Oh, yes, of course. I never forget a patient. How are you feeling? He extends a hand. And you're also her, Paxton. That's right, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, D&D. She shakes his hand, and she says, oh, Forgive me, but I, I don't remember you. I think I was uh, unconscious at the time. I know your case is tough, but I have... A lot of optimism for it. You you seem like a strong lady, and Conrad here is a excellent surgeon, so 
The next time something comes up, are you on? Are you scheduled? Uh, yes, Father. I believe that she's due for another operation a week out from today. I know it's strange to say, but I'm uh, looking forward to it, you know? I've gotten so used to coming to see Conrad in the hospital that she, like, puts the, like, the funny, the, the being funny arm around your shoulder. Uh, yes, uh, my bedside manner has certainly improved. Why don't we get you back to your table, Miss Dubois? Ah, yes, uh, good idea. It's uh, very good to uh, finally meet you for real. We're cutting back to the hospital. Oh yeah. I'm ready for episode two of my favorite anime. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we're back on Chiron's quest without meeting any more hotties. You've gotten to the on-call room without bumping in any more crushes. Dr. Jungerberg's hulking form is asleep on one of the tiny cots on the lower bunk with just his arms, like, crossed. And they're just, they're just big and, you know, sticking out. Uh, is he the only one in the on-call room? Uh, yeah, because the other two guys are at the gala. Other three guys, actually. I'm going to use Minor Illusion to uh, create some very gentle... The sound of gentle music playing. I'm just going to slowly increase the volume <laughs> until he kind of groggily wakes up and then fade it out. So he has no idea that I'm waking him up and it's just sort of vaguely pleasant. This is exactly what fucking iPhones do. Yeah. Yeah. Except, and I, and therefore, I know from real world experience that it is still not pleasant. So <laughs> the volume cracks a certain level, and Dr. Jungerberg bolts up, hitting his head a little bit on the bottom bunk. And he goes, What the? Oh, fucking A. Oh, oh, Dr. Where does the fucking right? sound? Where does the. Tiny little minstrel around here somewhere. Oh, I know it's weird. I thought that the extermination crew took care of that last week, but they must have missed a couple. Ah, oh, he puts his hand on his head. Ah, oh, cr- oh, many crackers. Here, let me just take care of that for you. And uh, just because I haven't gotten to use it yet, I'll use my Celestial Warlock feature, which lets me, eight times per day, just heal someone. 1d6 oh, nice. plus my Charisma modifier, so 1d6 plus 2. The red spot fades away, and he goes, Oh! Whew, that's better. Thank you. All right. What is it? Well, Doctor, I, I wanted to ask you about the croupon case. Ah, the croupon boy. Yes, as you know, the surgery was successful, but now the patient seems to be developing a fever and is complaining of a sort of warming sensation in the center of his torso. Since I know part of your speciality is dragonborn medicine, I was wondering if you had any insight onto those complications. Hit in his torso? Ah, sounds like uh, maybe uh, some sort of immune system reaction, maybe. Oh, when I was a wee hatchling, I remember a lot of colds, because uh, there's not a lot of hair to stop the pathogens from getting through the nostrils into the lungs. Because, well, it, we're dragonborn. We burn it out. It sounds like s- maybe some sort of infection, maybe? I see. Well, uh, I'm sure we followed all the sterilizing procedures. Nothing else it could possibly be? Well, I don't, I don't know. Should I, should I come and have a look at him, maybe? Uh, no, I wouldn't want to trouble you while you're on call. In fact, I'm already sorry that I uh, woke you up. I just wanted to get a little perspective. But I'm sure if we administer some... Nah, I'm up already. Should probably come and take a look. He grabs his battle axe. <laughs> and just then, you feel a rumble. What was that? Oh, the rumble keeps going. 
What? Is it is it an earthquake, Doctor? We if, we should have to get feels, out. It feels kind of like an earthquake, and then it, the rumbling subsides, but then there's there's a noise, weird, strange noises in the distance. They're coming out of the window. Come, oh, come from from outside. Yeah, coming from outside. Oh, okay. Chiron will look out the window, see what's up. Off in the distance, it looks like sort of like a fireworks factory is going up. There's just a bunch of bright lights and stuff going off. Why don't you try a uh, just a history roll? History, okay. Oh, that's 11. With an 11, you dimly remember, isn't the enchanted brick factory somewhere over there? Dr. Jungenberg, uh, do you know anything? I think there's some kind of celebration going on at the, uh, the brick factory. Oh, no. That's no celebration. That looks like some sort of giant industrial accident. <gasps> They're gonna be coming in to the ER like a river. Oh my god. We need to prepare the beds. Now, stat! Quick, page the other doctors! Right away. Karen will sprint off to the call center? Question mark? Yeah? Is there. Yeah, right? Because there's probably some yeah, it's like an all points bulletin. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like a it's like a hotel room lobby key thing, right? You just uh, everybody's got a name. You put the key on for the place they need to be. Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna just gonna run up to the call the call center and the the, the key room. You stack all and, the keys uh, on the ER. <laughs> just stack them. Yeah, exactly. Stack them all to the <laughs> ER. All right, you you do it. And now let's cut back to the gala. I think Jackson starts, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're on the loading dock. Yeah. Graham's there. Graham's a, a, a dwarf. Uh, surprisingly, a large amount of hair. He's got like a fro. Looks kind of like a shrunk Bob Ross. Excuse me, sir. Are you Graham? Yeah, that's me. Fantastic. Dr. Percival Jackson, nice to meet you. And I once again extend the hand for a good hearty handshake. Uh, Miss Beachwood said that I could find you here to ask you a couple questions. Sure, ask away. Grant, is there any possibility that I could buy a bottle of wine off of you? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I'm, I'm trying to have a private party a little bit later, and and, oh, and some um, wine would really help uh, with the uh, yeah, social. Yeah, we got the aspect. we got the cart right here, and he he uh, he rolls the door up on the uh, <laughs> cart truck. <laughs> right. Stacks on stacks of wine in there. I heard the mayor had a fancy party last night. Yeah, that's true. What were they drinking then? Ooh, I think, and he steps into it uh, into the uh, truck cart. Oh, it's like a it's like a, a cargo truck, but instead of a cab, it obviously has like a bunch of horses. <laughs> oh, I think that was the eight sixty two port. One of these. Terrific. Uh, what does one of these bottles typically run a person? Oh, I would just say a gold piece. Make it easy. I reach into my into my pouch and I pull out a gold and a silver piece, and I hand them both to him and I say, "This is for helping me out. You could be saving a life right now." I know, wine definitely feels like that sometimes. And and just then, you feel the rumble back and forth. Jigga, 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 jigga. The strange magical explosion noises. Okay, so I'm on the loading dock. Can I see in the sky yeah. these explosions? Yeah. You're keying pager, you know. Tick, 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 mm -hmm. tick, tick. ER key. I put my pager back in my pocket and do a jog into the gala to grab Dr. Winston so we can get back to the hospital. All right, Dr. Winston, you have just felt this rumble right as you were helping 
Charisse de Bois back into her seat. The shaking presented the opportunity for her to, oh no, grab onto you for support. Charisse, this could be an emergency, but I don't mind. So there's the shaking and then everyone's kind of like, oh, 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 oh. All right, and then that quiets down and then there's the noises. You know, the magical explosion, but those are in the distance and you're inside, so it's a little quieter, you know? The uh, the MC is like, that was exciting. Is everyone okay? Everybody, you know, there's murmuring, you know, people are like, oh yeah, we're emotionally okay. Baron Brickhouse Dubois shows up in his gaudy ass suit and is like, well, I declare this is Charisse, are you all right? And then he like looks, looks at you, looks at her, looks at you. <laughs> Uh, yes, Charisse, you should sit down, given your condition, and the surgery that we were discussing coming up next week. Oh, that's a, that's a good idea, Conrad. Uh, oh, darling, uh, you should meet uh, Dr. Conrad Winston Jr. He's uh, taken... He's taken many of my tumors out. He spent so much time poking around inside of me. It's, uh, I'm very grateful for all his skill. <laughs> <laughs> so Good. he does the like, he does the thing where he like reaches out and like grabs her wrist and like helps her, like takes her off you a little bit and then like helps her into the chair. And he's like, well, thank you. Thank you for your professionalism and for helping keep my wife alive. I, that's British again. And helping keep my wife alive. I don't know what I'd do without her. Yes, of course, sir. Anything for a patient. Do you feel the pager? I guess you take it out? Uh, yeah, I take a look. It says ER. ER. But, my God, that rumble. And then Jackson gets to you. Did you get page two? Yes, I just got it. Jackson, I think we better take my... Cart. Cart. Carriage. <laughs> Garage. Yeah. Jackson, we better get going. <laughs> you put your uh, pagers back in your pocket, and you look and you see uh, your father, Conrad Winston Sr., also being paged. And he's looking at his pager. Oh, and he you know, starts to get out of his chair. But you're faster than him. <sighs> I will go over to Papa Winston. Just, it'll take a moment. Father, we're all needed there. It's time for you and I to work together. It's about saving lives tonight. This is no longer about my desire to usurp you and take my rightful place as lead of the hospital. But there's no time, we have to go. <laughs> and he goes, I know, I know, get out of here. Uh, get, get to that operating room. I run off and then right when I get to the door, I turn back and I do, I do, I give him a nod and then I, shah. Ah, boy, I hope they get here soon. I'm the only surgeon on staff, and it's pandemonium around here. But even when they do get here, do you think we'll be able to save everyone from the magical brick factory? I mean, that could be so many different kinds of weird, strange, sadistically comedic magical injuries. I mean, if you thought the surgery in episode two was goofy, well, you got another thing coming, no? Next time on Day Players.
next time on Day Players. Is this the lightning round? This is lightning round. Yes! There's no time. We're gonna have to bust him out. Sunflowers have screaming mouths on them. Oh, God. And I look right at the octopus. You're gonna have to push. We'll get into the weird part of the recording session now. All right, so we're gonna cut back to the hospital and we got, we, we, we got a uh, uh, fucking name. Fuck your name, Tommy, every time. Every fucking <laughs> time I got a page on. back. Chiron, okay. <laughs> this is the Greek's fault. <laughs>